Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. Brooke, here we are, back on boring old USA (laughs) soil. Our Canadian jaunt has come to an end. Yeah. How does it feel being back in your own bed? You know, not watching the rain fall oh. in the beautiful cityscape. God, it was beautiful in Vancouver. <laughs> it really was. And it is nice to sleep in my own bed, that is for sure. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's nice that the Uber drivers stop in the middle of the street here. I guess that's the takeaway. <laughs> I did miss that. <laughs> yeah, Richie's our Uber drivers. They, I guess in Vancouver or Canada, they can't just stop. Like they have to like pull into an actual spot. And let's just say we did a lot of walking in the rain. (laughs) Um, But, you know, regardless of whatever side of the border we're on, the year of the celebrity memoir won't stop. It just keeps on coming. Yeah. Another day, another book. This time (laughs) we're talking about John Stamos. Uh, Uncle Jesse is dropping If You Would Have Told Me on Tuesday, same day as Britney's. Mm. Um, And it looks like he's taking a page out of both Britney and Jada's playbooks and revealing some pretty big personal bombshells. Yeah, so he's opening up about addiction, divorce, and just the truly awful thing that happened to him when he was young. Yeah, it's just the stories that everyone has. I know. That we don't know about. It's truly wild. Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Thursday, October 19th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richie's, you know we love to shop. So it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of. So that's fun. Oh, (laughs) yeah, definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. Uncle Jesse's here! Uncle Jesse! Alright, hello! DJ, how you doing? That tooth come in yet? Nah. It's okay, one less to brush. <laughs> hey, Jesse! Hello. You missed breakfast, where you been? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Last night, after my gig at the Smash Club, I go for a cruise on my Harley, right? Next thing I know, I'm in Reno! It was dark, who would've known? I gotta say, having watched this as a kid, didn't know what half of those things meant. 
I'm in Reno. What is that? And now I get it. I know. I get the story. Oh, I love Full House. That's a long drive. (laughs) San Francisco to Reno? Yeah, that is a long drive. Um, But yeah, Richie's, that clip is how a lot of us got to know John Stamos. He played Uncle Jesse on Full House for eight years. And then on the Netflix reboot, Fuller House, that DJ Tanner just drove into the ground. I'm saying it. (laughs) She's like, Um, you know what? I'm going to show up and be a completely different human. That'll be fun. Yeah, they're going to love it. Uh, But yeah, you know, John Samos has so many other TV, film, and Broadway credits. He even plays drums with the Beach Boys from time to time. He also did that on an episode or two of Full House, I feel like. Oh, yeah. When they got stranded on that island, remember? They found the Beach Boys and then he performed with them. I'll never forget island. (laughs) Being stuck on an island. What a dream. Um, But, you know, John Samos is turning to paper. His memoir, If You Would Have Told Me, drops on Tuesday. The same day as Britney Spears' memoir, which we talked about, was it yesterday? The day before? Yep. We've talked yesterday. about it this week. Yeah. Um, and in a new interview with People Magazine that came out yesterday, John refers to some of the darker stories in the book, including being sexually abused by a babysitter when he was a boy. <sighs> yeah. So John doesn't give the name or age of the sitter, but he told People Magazine the abuse happened when he was 10 or 11. And he also doesn't get into specifics of the abuse, but he does say that it actually took him writing this book to realize Mm. what his babysitter did was inappropriate. He said, it was always in the back. I remembered it slightly. It has always been there, but I packed it away as people do, right? Now, at the time of the abuse, he said he tried to minimize it. He didn't really tell anybody about it. He said, I think I told myself, like, ah, it's girls, man. It was like, you're playing dead, so they'll stop. But it wasn't Mm. totally aggressive. I don't know. It was not good. I shouldn't have had to deal with those feelings. And that's true. Like, as a 10, as an 11-year-old, as a child, as an adult, no one should have to deal with those feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. And it's just, I just, I feel like this is just another example of, because people are always like, well, why are you saying this now? Especially when people, like, of sexual assault come out. And it's just like, yeah, this is why. It's so complicated. These feelings are so intricate and confusing especially when you're a kid are you kidding me like I just I feel for so many people out there who are you know not in position to really have any kind of agency and then I have to deal with this it's awful well he he talked about this in the people magazine interview like he was getting an award for his child abuse advocacy and he like started writing about it in his speech and he was like no I don't want this to be the headline I don't want to make this about me he's like I will find the right time and I'm glad he found the right time and what yeah, felt right yeah. for him, you know? Yeah. I imagine it's very cathartic just to kind yeah. of. Oh, Because, I sure. mean, you know, he's long past 10 and 11. This is decades that yeah. he's been sitting with this. Yeah. So. Um, and, you know, that's not the only heavy subject that John is talking about in his book and in his yeah. interview with people. He talks about his battle with sobriety. Uh, Richie, some of you may remember he had a very public 2015 DUI uh, that he says actually helped him come to his senses and get sober. Kind of like his rock bottom, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and in the interview, John says he knew he had to sober up. He said, I was just drinking too much. I just went low. I didn't go high. I just surrounded myself with people I shouldn't have been with. I, in 2015, I wasn't as inundated with pop culture the way I am now. Like, this is my job now. So I'm just like, yeah, truly yeah. focused on it. I don't remember him getting a super oh public DUI. I don't remember it at all. I remember it's, it. Like, I was reading this article, and I was like, wait. Him and Reese Witherspoons. Oh, I do remember Reese. Are two that I will never, for some reason, I just will never forget. 
Because it was just, I, for me, I love Uncle Jesse. Oh, like, God, I love the character. Who didn't? Um, and it was just like, John Stamos? <laughs> Not How John is this Stamos. Happening? Not Uncle Jesse, um, the rocker. Yeah. You know, I mean, if yeah. anybody checks out for Uncle Jesse. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, so he also talks about how that DUI was his breaking point, like you said. And that same year, he checked himself into rehab. And he told people that his rehab stint was dark for a little bit, but then things started to get better. And he says his family and the Fuller House reboot actually helped him move forward with his sobriety. He said, I had a lot waiting for me, and I feel bad because a lot of people don't because they burned their lives down. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I had my sisters, but I also had Fuller House. And he also credits his wife, Caitlin McHugh, and their five-year-old son, Billy, with helping him stay sober. Um, But he also said that just the memory of that DUI helps him not drink. He said, it's still so fresh in my mind that all I have to do is look at that picture of me in handcuffs on that street. It just makes me throw up right now just thinking about it. Never again. Mm. So I get that. Like when something like that happens, you you play it in your mind over and over again, I would assume. Anytime something. Well, I mean, you know, fortunately, I, you know, don't have that situation to remember. But I feel like so many people have had like, drunken nights where they're like okay never again like yeah made a lot of poor choices yeah um and i can't imagine like to have it splashed for everyone to see and yeah that's gotta be hard well i didn't see it so i know i'm a safe space for him you are a safe. i didn't space even for know him. about it i continued loving him no matter what regardless <laughs> of it yeah um but you know these days john really is a sober family man he's been married to caitlin um she's his second wife they've been married for five years But as anyone alive in the 90s probably remembers, he had a very high-profile marriage to Rebecca Romaine, the actor and model, also the one who plays Mystique in the OG X-Men movies, anybody? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, Uh, for sure. She really just iconicized, is that a word we're using? That role. Yeah. God, I loved it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they were married from 1998 to 2005, and in his interview with People, John opens up about their divorce. He says he was shattered for way too long after their split and that the feeling went on for years. Yeah, he also says it was difficult to write about his marriage to Rebecca in his book. And he said, in my mind, she was the devil and I just hated her. I couldn't believe how much I hated her and it ruined my life. But John says that now he realizes that he had some part in the end of his marriage, which is good. It's never once. I mean, it's never one sided thing. Never. It's not. No. He says... You start thinking, it's like, oh, she wasn't the devil. Maybe I was as much to blame as her. So he told people that their public split was very painful. He said it was very much the opinion that she dumped me because her career was going great and mine wasn't, and that's humiliating. I don't blame her for it. It was just the perception that people took, and maybe they weren't wrong. She was doing great at the time, and I wasn't. But to that, I will say, it's still hard for me to cut it off at Rebecca Romaine. It was Rebecca Stamos. Stamos, like in yeah. my mind. So, I mean, yeah. do with that what you will. But he was still, yeah. he's just, he's hes an iconic lasting figure. So, to me, yeah, it's Rebecca Romaine Stamos. I was rooting for that marriage more than I was rooting for Jen Addison <laughs> and Brad Pitt. And you know how oh, much good. I rooted for those two. But, like, yeah. I was like, not... John Stamos and Rebecca Roman Stamos. <laughs> like, they can't. This, they're iconic together. I gotta yeah. stop using iconic. We gotta I know. We word. say it too much. It's <sighs> enough. We need a new word. Gen Z's get on it. We need a new word. Yeah. Um. So, Brooke, we're getting another memoir. John Stamos yep. getting really vulnerable, talking about divorce, alcohol, child abuse. What do you mm-hmm. think? 
Is this one you're going to add to your audio <laughs> listenings? Yep. You know it. Great. Well, Great. I just have to ask you really quick. Favorite celebrity who's written a memoir? There's a thousand to choose from. Damn it. I was like, she's going to understand what I'm saying, but you didn't. No, and I now do. it's ruined. We I were supposed do. to at the same time go John Stamos. And now we can't be friends anymore. The problem is you have to do two other things first and then you say it. We don't have time for that. I can't say non-sexual magazine to masturbate to for this show. <laughs> Good housekeeping. Good yes, housekeeping. Um, <laughs> I just like, you know, I've always loved John Samos. He's always been Uncle Jesse. You know, it's like yeah. he's always yeah. been sexy. I yeah. saw him driving by one day during a valet event. I was like, oh, my God, that Not was John attending Stamos. It? No, he was literally <laughs> just driving in the neighborhood. Um, I just I've always loved him. I, I just think he's just a genuinely great guy. Yeah. I yeah. always want to know the behind the scenes tea of Full House. Like, I, uh-huh. I love those uh-huh. stories. And I hope yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of that in the book, too. But I just good for him for opening up when he felt it. Right. And, you know, I, I'm just good for him. I, I love that he's being raw. And he was like, you know, I'm either going to like tell this story, like the full story and not sugarcoat it or nothing, because what's the point? And good for him, you know? Yeah. I mean, I we both love John Stamos, you know, just like Will Ferrell and John C. <laughs> Riley and Step Brothers. Like John Stamos is just he is he seems genuinely good. I know we are we careful when we say time. this. I know. It's a, slippery slope but I one of my things that I love about him is he always like looked at the Olsen twins as like he was a very much a father figure for them like talking about what it was like behind the scenes and he apparently advocated for them because they at one point they wanted to just start using one twin huge scandal and John was like no we need both of them and I just love that I love I love his advocacy for twins (laughs) on TV shows (laughs) you just don't see that every day you know (laughs) Yeah, he has his TV Twins Foundation, and we love him for that. (laughs) You know, the Olsen twins walked, so Tia and Tamara could run. Yep, exactly. And that's all thanks to John Samos. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. Be sure to follow us on all socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidmore-Williams. We love to connect with you. And don't forget, we're also now on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask, Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast, American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. 
and you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.